Coming to you from the great state of Wisconsin, this is a CS27 Studios production. You're listening to the Binary Brothers Podcast featuring Ryan and Clay. It's time now to open your ears and prepare your mind because life's too short to be constrained in black and white. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Ryan and Clay. Hello, welcome to Binary Brothers Podcast. I am your co-host, Clay, and with me is Ryan. Hey there. Always Uh, good to be here. Always good to have you. This is episode 10, right? Right? Yep, episode 10. One oh, the big one oh. Yeah, we're in a double digits now. It's crazy. Except in binary, it would be two. Yeah, episode dos. Oh, no. That's gonna be confusing. What have we done? Oh boy. Maybe we should maybe we should start stylizing our episode numbers as binary. No. Well we kinda <laughs> eh. That would get ridiculous really quick though. That's the, uh, that's the problem. I thought about it when we first started, but it's not it's not happening. Uh, it's not worth it. Yeah. Anyhow. We got a pretty good show. We got a good topic, something that's been in the news quite recently. Although it's, yeah, it's been, been something that's been happening for a long time. Yeah, like it, it kind of started off, a, I don't know how how long ago, but pretty recently. And it's really ramped up, you know, especially the last day or so. Yeah. And that would be big data and the whole Facebook thing and security breaches and, and how all your information is pretty much out there and there's nothing you can do about it. It belongs to other people now. Yep. All right. Good show. See you next time. It's not yours. (laughs) We're not going to do any of the other segments we normally do. That's it. No. Everyone has your data. That's the story. Sorry. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I'm not really excited about that, but there's other things I am pretty excited about. What are you excited about, man? Well, let me tell you. So springtime for me is one of my favorite times of the year. And I say springtime, I mean it's it's spring kind of. It's it's snowing. It's snowing spring break. <laughs> but like this is the time of year when it starts to get warmer out. So there's that to look forward to. You have uh, just recently that finished, you had the whole March Madness thing, which even if you're not even remotely interested in college basketball or sports, it's still like a big thing, yeah, right? Like, throw, like throw everybody get together. Yeah, everybody fills out the bracket, right? And, and the people who tend up end up winning those whole bracket pools are people who just flip a coin or don't even know anything. So it really doesn't even matter. Yeah, Anyhow. I know that there's, there's been people that I know have picked based off of like, what alumni went yeah. to that college, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a crapshoot for the most part. And then you have uh, you have baseball starting up, you know, opening day and everything. And even if you're not a big baseball fan, the fact that you know baseball kind of signals warmer weather and and just kind of going and tailgating and hanging out at the ballpark is still fun, even if you think baseball is pretty boring in itself so there's that and then the masters started today which for any of you who are golf Golf fans fans. oh my god it's my favorite my favorite tournament of the year um i i don't think i've ever watched more than 
in passing a few minutes of golf, like at a store or a bar or something. Yeah. I don't know. Not I, really my bag. I have, yeah, and I, I get it. I understand it because it's it it's kind of similar to how some people view baseball. It's it's pretty boring to watch. Um, yeah. For me, I mean, I I play golf, so I can understand how difficult things are <laughs> that they're doing. Right. You can appreciate uh, yeah, what's happening. I can there. <laughs> appreciate it, uh, but I also it, it's one of those things similar to like the Food Network or or something like that, where you can have on in the background. It's like one of the perfect background things to have on your TV. Like if you're That's cleaning true. or whatever, just having golf on there. Obviously, they're they're whispering. You know, he's about to, you know, stepping over this par putt here. You know, and, <laughs> and if you need a good afternoon nap, it's perfect to fall asleep to. Like it, it's got a lot of different good qualities to it. Yeah. So, um, and then I never really thought of it that way. Yeah. Like a nice, like relaxing, maybe background thing. Like if you, you're right, like if you sit there and just intently watch it, and like for someone like me that hasn't ever golfed before and can't appreciate it like you do you know it could be boring but i never thought of just putting it on in the background and just being like oh okay something exciting happened yeah. in that moment every every now and then they'll you know uh, some guy will make a ridiculous shot and you're like oh whoa how about that you know so um yeah and then but speaking of more ridiculously exciting things the nhl playoffs are starting <laughs> Oh, the hockey yeah. playoffs are starting now. My team's not in it this year for the first time in like a decade, but yeah. um, but oh my goodness, if you have never watched playoff hockey, it is uh, unlike anything else. It is it's ridiculous. Intense. It is like camping. It is intense. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. So those are that's really kind of the whole thing i'm excited about right now is just kind of this part of the year seems to just be where everything's kind of kicking off and and it's all kind of like coming together at a single point in time and it's just kind of crazy yeah it's funny it's funny how like spring the start of spring is kind of that thing for that time for a lot of things that's you know stops at least where we are it stops being so cold stop the weather stops hopefully garbage hopefully yeah. <laughs> and then says the guy who woke up to 21 degrees this morning. i know right <laughs> but yeah like it's it's funny that the fresh start of you know like nature and like the, mm-hmm. yeah. the weather and all that stuff coincides with all this cool stuff for sure what about you what are you excited I, about? You know, well uh, just to jump back to like last episode a little bit i am super excited that i i got to go on the vacation i got to go on oh yeah how just happened that? it was amazing i've never been anywhere where there's mountains before yeah and anywhere it's just like gorgeous like it just seemed like everywhere we went and everywhere we returned there's just something amazing to look at or do like i went in a helicopter for oh, the first time sweet also just like all sorts of new experiences i also well i didn't drive my wife drove but she drove through a snowstorm going oh. through mountains Going through mountains between, you know, like Breckenridge and Vale. Okay, and so you went you went deep in there. Oh yeah. It was it was pretty like she was yeah. she was super intense. She yeah. Yeah. I was before her and I'm like, uh <laughs> But yeah. we made it. So well, I I kinda assume that. Uh, I'm here recording. I didn't bring I we would have recorded an episode for you guys last week, yeah. but I didn't bring my mic and it just would have been it would have been a rough one. But yeah, that 
it was a super good trip. That was exciting. I think like even more so, not more so really, but yeah, almost similar. I'm super excited again about football because oh, yeah. practices are starting up again in a week. So official actual practice is starting. We're going to be going twice a week until games start at the end of May. So okay. yeah, that's exciting. I'd, I'd love to get back into it. Like I said, we've got like almost all of our guys in the O-line returning this year. So good old chemistry. We're going to have fun. We've worked together before. It's, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. So that's what I've got, man. I don't, I don't know. On our trip, we, uh, we streamed a lot of music. I, I bet. I bet. The drive it's a long was, drive. Uh, drive was like 15 or well, I think the actual drive without like being in rush hour traffic was probably 13, 14 hours. Yeah. I don't know, but we ended up, you know, we had to stop and like sleep. Right. At, like a rest stop and like, chill out, eat, whatever, yep. switch, all that stuff. But we streamed a lot of music, used up literally all of our data for the month. <laughs> but uh, happen. I'm super excited and I've been listening to uh, something that came out towards the tail end of our trip. And it was a new EP by The Weeknd. Oh. Yep. Uh, was it, it released on The Weeknd? It was not. It was what is he doing? What is that Friday. guy doing? It's a whole thing. He's He had a mixtape called Thursday. It's, uh, it's a whole... No weekend stuff for the weekend. <laughs> that just but blows my mind. His new uh, EP, My Dear Melancholy, came out just was a surprise. I mean, if you follow him on social media, you probably noticed that he's been posting like these videos. He's been like posting videos on like Instagram, but none of them had sound, but you could tell he was working on new music. So yeah, sure. It was always frustrating because I I was expecting every time that one of those came up, I would hit it and expect there to be sound. No sound. Absolutely oh, no hint as to what the feel was going to be or anything. But What a tease. Yeah. But he decided to drop it out of nowhere. It's, he hasn't come out with anything since the tail end of 2016. He's been featuring a couple things. But it's a solid EP. And a friend of mine actually said it reminds him of some of those first mixtapes that he did, which were phenomenal. So... If you like the weekend, you're really gonna like. Well, especially if you like classic weekend, you're gonna like this new one. It's a bit on the darker, more edgy side, not as upbeat and energetic as like Starboy was. So, mm. going back to his roots. Oh yeah, that's always what about you, man? it's always fun. Um, I I mean, uh, I kind of going back to roots a little bit. Um. Okay. Kind of, kind of been listening to just kind of a mix of uh, uh, Incubus songs. Um, they're kind of a alternative rock band. Yeah, uh, a lot of their, mostly their their older stuff. Uh, not much of their their newer stuff. Some of it, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I I don't know how like you know into it. I've really been. It's just something that I just fo- have found myself listening to. It's not something I'm like, hey, this is, I'm really digging this. I just got to listen to some more Incubus. It's just, <laughs> it's, a, it's, they got good stuff to listen to. And I just have found myself kind of putting on that, that mix um, quite a lot recently. So that's solid. 
Yeah, for sure. Like uh, Foo Fighters radio. Yeah. Uh, on the way back, and Incubus came up a few times. So, sure. Pretty pretty solid stuff. Yeah, for sure. I don't I don't know if they have. I think their latest album was released last year. Uh, I didn't. I mean, I hadn't. I don't really think there was all that much great on it, but um, yeah, it is what it is. You have some <laughs> you have some good albums. You have some bad albums. You can't always have the best albums. You, you know? can't. You know, it, it's tough. Even even the best bands go through weird phases, right? Some rough phases. Like there was that Linkin Park album. Uh, like all of them. <laughs> well, okay. I don't know how you feel. I feel I, like. I like them. I like their earlier stuff. Oh, yeah. Everyone likes their earlier stuff. Well, there were a couple in the middle, or the more recent ones, where they had just weird. And they even, like, alluded to that. There was, like, a note in in the one album, like, in the book for the one album, where they said, hey, thanks for sticking with us, because we wanted to try something new. Yeah. (laughs) And whatever. It's interesting. Yeah. everyone, Everyone can't always make a... A commercial success. Yeah, I thought I think the last album that I thought there were some a couple of decent songs on was probably a thousand suns. Yeah. Everything after that was just like I can't. I just That was can't. the one where one of their songs was in the one of the Transformers movies, right? No, I well maybe. I, I don't I don't think I've seen all of the Transformer movies, but no, um It was before the Transformer movies got like to be too much. Oh uh, Minute Minute to Midnight was um had one in the transformers movie okay i think what i've done is the song yeah i think so um that's it that, yeah that was their that was their third album or their album right after meteora that was the that was the first album where people were like that wasn't you know like the first two albums it wasn't like new metal type it was more kind of um I, I, I don't know how to explain it really it's like <laughs> it was something it was it was <laughs> It was that. It sure it, was a thing. It was what it was. <laughs> yeah. It, and then, and of course, the you know tragic news recently of him, of Chester. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Always, you don't really. It doesn't matter like how, <laughs> how much you dislike uh, an album or anything. Uh, the fact that these artists get so much hate. You know, like yeah. personal attacks for, for things they just create. Yeah, it's just, just unreal. And right. and I and I don't know, you know, how much it really played into it, but it certainly can wear on people. And and uh, you could tell there's some mental issues, depression issues. Uh, it's it's just it's not something you wish on anyone, and it, it sucks that people kind of stoop to those levels for for yeah, anything really. It's almost like people think, especially when people are celebrities and whatnot, you are a public figure and you open yourself up to have people say things, but it's like you wouldn't say things like that to regular people on the street or anything. Like people just go nuts on the internet. It's yeah. and just even, I don't know. It's crazy. Like you, I think that people treat famous people or just public figures in general so differently yeah, and it's it's a phenomenon for it's sure it's just weird yeah it is really weird but speaking yeah. speaking of famous people and 
walking. And stuff like that. (laughs) 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 We're not going to talk about Christopher Walken. I'm sorry. We're going to talk about... uh, Fever. (laughs) He got a fever. (laughs) Only prescription... The more Mark Zuckerberg. And your father hit his watch in the only place he knew they couldn't get to it. (laughs) (laughs) So Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook and all that stuff coming out recently. Yeah. Oh, man. They kind of blew it. Did they, though? I don't know. Did they, okay. This is going to. This is going to go. Here's my prediction. This is going to go just like the whole Equifax thing, and people are going to forget about it. And the government's just going to give Facebook a bunch of money and keep their contract with Facebook, like they did with Equifax, even though they totally messed up. You know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah, that I know. I know thing. about it. I know about it. I'm not happy about it. The old. I'm not. I'm not sending hate mail to anyone. I'm not. I'm not wishing for people to to die over it. No, because I'm not. It's, I'm not a crazy person. It's just please, please do better for the sake of humanity. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I guess you're. So you're. You're right in that it will blow over. It's going because to. because it always does. Like who? It doesn't matter if you use Facebook. You're going to probably keep using Facebook. You know, the, the majority of people are too too ingrained into it, right? Like they, Yeah. It, and <laughs> with the platform basically becoming a cesspool of stuff. Um, yeah, I don't... I haven't really used it all that much. Or, well, I used to not use it at all. And then just recently, or within the last few years i kind of reactivated my account but that's only because i have like the binary brothers podcast page and and other pages like that that i just kind of maintain right honestly though if if i could choose i would i would just delete those pages and not even do it (laughs) right just get completely off of it what's the thing is like i I'm not a person like I don't go on Facebook and scroll through my feed. But there's no point anymore. There used to be when Facebook first came out. Back in like the late two thousands. Back in the eighties. Back in back in the (laughs) eighties. Back in my day. When Facebook kind of first came out or first kind of was used by the masses, it actually was pretty good platform for for keeping up with people and being able to see what everyone's doing and people posting pictures and funny stuff and now it's just advertisements and other crap that you really don't clickbait and then and of course everyone who uses it now also shares the same meme or same videos and crap and stuff on reddit three days ago yeah I and you kind of see that you kind of see that as well with like Instagram and the other social media platforms. Obviously, Instagram is owned by Facebook, but you kind of start seeing the same thing with Twitter a little bit. 
Um, not it's not as bad, but it's still it still sucks. Uh, yeah, it's not as prevalent on Twitter. Like Twitter yeah. has, I feel like their slipping in of ads and stuff is a lot more subtle. Yeah. If anything, I don't know. I I, w- I would agree with you. It, it is a little bit more subtle, but the fact that all these social media platforms have started going towards you know non chronological order. Oh, it kills in me. the feeds. Uh, just just so they can um, make ads kind of feel more natural and everything yeah. is just yeah. I'm with you. It, it it sucks. Instagram when Instagram changed their feed from chronological to their algorithm to figure out what you'd be most interested in. It just, it threw me off so much because every, every time you go on there, you'll see, you'll see something and it could be by one account, one person, and it'll be from two days ago. And then you'll scroll down and you'll go through five, six more pictures. And then there's a picture from that same person from an hour ago. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it throws it, it throws the whole thing off. It doesn't make like, there's times when people post things or at least they used to post things in an order for a reason. Right. Yeah. You know, things are like posts are connected to one another and it's, it, that just throws off that whole thing. And it doesn't really do me all that much good. Like I'm, if you follow too many things that you have so much stuff that you're just like not, legitimately not interested in some things that you just wouldn't eventually see, whatever. I, I don't know. Scroll past it. It's, like you said, it's not doing much of anything besides helping them make those like random ads feel more natural. Yeah, and that's I mean, it's the money maker for them, right? Yeah, I mean you have to make money somehow. And Which... to, to please advertisers, you got to make sure their their ads are getting seen. Their marketing, you know, get yourself a free watch. Just pay the shipping. Yeah. <laughs> I did that once. Did you really? I did one of those. Yeah, I did one of those. And it's funny because I paid probably 10 bucks for shipping for this watch. Yeah. And I, I obviously, I clicked the ad and I went to the site and it was hilarious because they had this, you know, time remaining or watches remaining counter. Oh, yeah. And then I went back out of the ad and hit the ad again and it just randomly resets. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Like it's all just there. They've got an unlimited quantity those watches i'm like sure whatever i'll pay the shipping and it it unashamedly just came straight from china and took like six seven weeks to get to me i almost (laughs) like i forgot that i ordered it it shows up and i'm like what is this package with chinese lettering i'm like i have no idea it's a watch and it's it's like a it's a cheap watch yeah but it's funny because when i wear it when i wear it people are like Oh, that's a really nice watch, and I have watches that are worth way more than that watch. Right, <laughs> and people are like, "Oh, Naturally. I love your your Instagram ad China watch." <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's how China gets away with it, right? People yep. people are willing to do that, willing to buy stuff like that. Well, like you said, they they have to make money somehow, and I mean, they make again another thing with this whole getting back to Facebook and their leak or if you want to call it that is your your data you like who you are what you're doing like your habits worth something to every company on the internet right right 
if you're if if there's a service that's free, like Facebook, it's you're the customer, <laughs> or you're the right. you're the product. Sorry, right. And it's like they people say this is a leak, and it's not really technically right because they gave Cambridge Analytica access right to this stuff. You know, through whatever roundabout way it happened, like. They gave access to it, and I'm sure someone received something for it. Yeah. It, it at least Cambridge Analytica did, and I'm I doubt they didn't pay those profits for it in some way. But yeah. like you said, if if it's a free service, you're the product, and I don't know, it's gonna like you said, it's gonna blow over. Well, yeah, and, and I mean. Here's the thing, though. Our our data, all the information on you that you could probably think of, all your all your sensitive data, all that stuff, your social security number, all the things that that for for whatever reason actually um, are supposed to be uh, identified as you. Yeah. <laughs> And, and are tied to so many things, all that stuff, uh, it's already out there. <laughs> like, like the, whether or not this data or we had this report where Facebook, you know, had this quote-unquote leak, uh, your data was already out there. People people have it. Somebody has it. Someone's got it, right? Someone's I mean, like... got your. Someone's got your credit card. Someone's got your social security number. Someone's got your mother's maiden name it, it's out there as right. much as, as 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 hard as you try to be secure with with whatever you're doing your data is out there yeah in like some way shape or form it is out there and it's and it's really only a matter of time uh before something ridiculous happens yeah i mean like with the whole equifax thing right like I had to get a credit report in order to get my first apartment. Yep. So I, I used Equifax and I put in all this, all this data. Mm-hmm. And so it's something like a lot of people just end up having to do at some point. Like you apply for yep. some job, you know, like applying for a job. Hopefully that company has their stuff together and it doesn't get anywhere. But again, like you, you're putting that data out there in some way and you just have to assume, I think everyone should just live assuming that if you put data somewhere, someone else will eventually get to it or can eventually get to it. If you filled out forms, paper forms, doesn't even have to be online. Leaked. <laughs> that data has probably made its way to a server somewhere. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's probably been faxed. It's probably been scanned. It's, it's gotten read from some computer program. Even though you filled it out on paper, it's, it's out there. Right. So and don't anyone who's out there who underestimates any developer. So yeah, many don't. developers. Please don't. So many developers put stupid backdoors into things. Where like that's true. Just dumb vulnerabilities that are like for their convenience. Well, either either for their convenience or because the company or employer. Uh, they work for just requires it and right. they're willing to take that risk. Yeah. Or maybe the government. You remember the whole Apple thing? 
Yeah. Right? The iPhone. They wanted, they wanted them. They wanted everyone to just put that backdoor in every iPhone. It's like, if that exists, there's inherent risk. It's like, there's no such thing as a backdoor. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an open door. It's just a door. It's just like, a door for anyone. Anyone can like, access it. No one complains about having to use the back door on their house or the side. Like, you, it's a way to get in. That's literally the way I use or get into my house. I use the front door so that I can get to my mail. That's that, it. Same here. That's the only reason <laughs> I use my front door. Back door is the, that's it. That's that's the that's the key right there. Hashtag back doors for the win. <laughs> Q, Q Led Zeppelin's uh, whole lot of love. I want to be your back door man. But yeah, I, mean, I love that as a completely different meeting. But we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. Nope. Back to Facebook yeah. and data and big data and Facebook small data and, data and all the data. All stuff. It's just like you can get at all the things, you know, at, like Lenovo laptops, right? Like I use a Lenovo for work. Mm-hmm. And some some developer at some point or Lenovo, so they, there was some backdoor where they could end up getting around the fingerprints. Like if you ever enable the fingerprint scanner on Lenovo's because they all have them, then like there was a way that they could get in through the fingerprint scanner to then bypass the security to just get into your Windows and get like your regular password or whatever. Just someone's going to find a way to get to your stuff no matter what. But I think one of the more important things that's kind of coming out of this story, the thing that came out yesterday, is that it was a lot worse than they originally said it was. Right? But, I mean, was it a lot worse? I don't know. I mean, it, well, here's the deal. is They originally reported, you know, 50-some million people were yeah. affected by it. And now they're saying that it's 80-something. And I don't know. I... I struggle to believe that at the point that they released the 50-some number that they didn't know that it was more. I don't know. Yeah. It's, you know, what? it's pretty It's pretty much safe to assume whenever these numbers come out, whether it's 50 or 80 or, or whatever, um, it's pretty much safe to assume. Just just assume that basically all, all the data... <laughs> <laughs> was was taken a like, small number of our users were affected read you're all affected you're all affected <laughs> um and then there's i mean there's uh now wasn't i'm trying to remember the article but was it was it mostly just the kind of public data like the the data that is basically just being read on the screen of your computer well, there were there were actually like a couple things, right? There was the Cambridge Analytica thing, which I think okay. was basically gotten through people that took quizzes or some polls or whatever. They gave some access to something, right? Sure. That was leaked in a way. But then there's also something else where I, I was reading an article and I couldn't exactly tell what the setting was, but they said that there was a setting that a lot of people likely had on um, that allowed some obscure way of searching to be used on Facebook that could expose things like your date of birth, your address, your phone number. But it was things that like, yeah, you're right. If you had your settings set a certain way, 
would be exposed anyways, but it just, this search feature of Facebook made it very easy for someone to like write a program that would just scrape all that data. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's partially like, what do you expose publicly to people or to the site, to anyone that could search for you? And also, you know, Facebook not taking care of or like being too concerned about, I don't know. I don't know what the deal was. Like it was a convenient feature that was, the article said it was useful outside of the U.S. where searching for people by name is difficult because names are ridiculous in some foreign countries. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I think we can, if anyone's met anyone from a foreign country or just, like, seen, you know, names of people from foreign countries, to us as Americans, like, those seem, they can be very difficult to type. And I'm sure people in those countries don't want to type a name that has a lot of letters arranged in that way either way. It was it was just a thing that was useful outside of the U.S., but ended up being a vulnerability, and that made it easy to scrape data. So, I don't know. You know, I've I, I struggle I struggle with this a little bit because so I, I mean I used to work in a kind of a corporate environment, uh, you know, a big company, Fortune 500 type of company, uh, right. nowhere near the size of Facebook though. Yeah, but it's it was a fairly like it's a super established company, and like you said, it was it's a big enough company. Well, and and that's what I mean. Like, I I know the struggles of trying to uphold security things, security efforts in a large company. Yeah. However, it's not even close to being as large as Facebook. That just the bureaucracy alone and everything. I I can't imagine the hoops uh having to be jumped through for for some stuff and and it does not excuse facebook or any other company for that matter i it's just kind of a thought i have is like god i would kind of hate to be a developer trying to put in security measures and oh, and projects like that uh, right and ha- and have to appease to you know board of directors and, and shareholders who funny enough are people like you and me right? right like we hate we hate on these uh these ceos and and board directors about trying to get as much money as possible and and all the things they do to do that without realizing that that stuff is kind of also because of us right as shareholders and 401k and and you know retirement funds now it, it still doesn't excuse them for what they do they still need to they still have responsibility for stuff like that. Yeah. But there's a, it's a little bit uh, more of a gray area than, than you might kind of initially think. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely, it's definitely super difficult for a company that's as big as Facebook. You, I think no matter what size your company is, right. I think it's, it's a thing that they always have to worry about. And oh yeah, it can take a lot of time and resources to put together a team that is just worried about like it's hard enough you know at a small company just doing whatever development you're doing to keep track of all the moving parts yeah just to make the site work the way everyone wants it to work you know like if it's a client driven site where everything is customizable and it's all like one code base and you have to like make it all together that's hard to keep track of all that or like even if you're facebook and you're deciding what features exist, still, a lot of moving parts, throw on top of that 
making sure that it's all secure and every piece of that is secure and not exploitable in some way. Like you said, it's it's, it's almost it, honestly it's it's almost impossible. In it's, fact, it, it it really is impossible. There's no site out there that is a hundred percent secure. It just is. There is, and there's no really, there's no real way to make it a hundred percent secure. There is somebody, some somebody out there somewhere, who's who's gonna find a backdoor. And it doesn't even have to be a coding backdoor. It's gonna be uh, a lot of the times you, you when people quote unquote hack, you know, a site or something. Social engineering. Exactly. You and find that's... you find Karen in HR. She gives you a, you give gives you a password and you're in. You know. <laughs> That's it. You get one person that tapes their password to their screen. Yep. And it, there you go. It only go. takes one. It only takes one. And opens and doors. It's... Opens back doors and front doors. All the garage doors. Skylights. Sky Skylights, yes. All of them. You know, and it's it's a whole thing. It's funny you say that. Like social engineering is the way that a lot of people get to other people's data because mm-hmm. I know of someone right now who through their work email system, they've been just like, there's been like clickbait things that are getting oh, people's yeah. passwords that are just, that's been running rampant through their system. So like someone got an email at some point that said, hey, and it, and just for everyone listening, if you get an email and you're unsure as to whether or not it's from who it's from or it seems weird, you can always click you know, the from address and see who it's from. And if it is weird, it'll be like some random chain of letters and numbers at xyzbusiness.com or something stupid, right? It's just, they show up as, you know, your friend Clay. (laughs) So you click the link and then it asks you to log in. Boom, there you go. Start spreading these emails through everything. It's getting at everyone's stuff. And and of course, then you have also, uh, you know, the elderly who are being taken advantage of oh, seeing yeah. things like that. I mean, they don't really know any better, right? It, you can't really blame them. Right. I, I say check the email address that it's from, but, you know, you're right. People that are older have no idea. They'll just look at look at who it says it's from and be like, oh, well, sweet Johnny just sent me an email. <laughs> Ryan, sweet Johnny just sent me another email. We're going to Hawaii. Grandpa, do not click that link i'm clicking it don't put your password in i've got my pants on i'm clicking it (laughs) what do your pants have to do with anything don't you worry about my pants (laughs) it's just a it's a it's a whole thing i don't it's hard like you, you have to you have to guard yourself against this stuff but like we've said there's not a no site is bulletproof. No way to store data is is super like the most secure thing ever. Someone's going to get at it, and like these companies have responsibilities. I think is I kind of want to get at and drive across here is I think these companies have responsibilities. And yes, we've said it's hard, but you have to you have to make a real good attempt, and you have to be transparent with your users. I think when things go wrong, like when Equifax. When the Equifax stuff happened, they were not transparent immediately. And even when it happened, they kind of like tried to loophole people into yeah. know, like signing that non-arbitration. Right. Or forcing them into arbitration or something. Like 
when they signed up for their data protection for the next year for free. So it's just, I think it's just like transparency, responsibility, you know, taking ownership of what's happened. Like, yeah, you messed up, but I don't know. Be good about it. Yeah. I, I think a good first start would be actually holding companies accountable for things like this. Yeah. And not letting them off scot-free. That would be a good first start. I think if we as users, we as people that are, you know, the consumers of all these things, take the step to, you know, be heard and to voice our frustration with things like this and, yeah, hold these companies accountable, it'll force them and other companies to to start holding themselves accountable for this stuff. Which... Which gets me thinking now. I mean, should we should we just should we pull uh, pull our page off Facebook? I, you know, should we do it? People, people have people have done it. Like, I I don't think I wouldn't be mad about it. I mean, honestly, like I said, I don't go on Facebook that much. I don't know how much activity we've been having I, there. I, I doubt we get a whole lot. At all, I think it was honestly the biggest part was just kind of sharing it to people, <laughs> getting people to to know about it, and then some other exposure. That, yeah, exposure. We did it for the exposure, man. <laughs> we didn't sell out. We, just we didn't did it. sell out. No, I think that's really it. I don't think anybody really. I mean, we post these. We post these episodes on YouTube. Um, and post it on. Obviously, it's on SoundCloud. That's how. That's where we host all of our audio. Yep. And then it gets fed through all the different podcast apps and everything else through, you know, iTunes and all that stuff. Um, just, just from that alone. Um, so, I mean, we, we certainly don't need it. it. Honestly, social media is just kind of the whole, you know, trying to get it out there part of it. Yeah. Right. It's, it's the easiest social media is the easiest way to let yeah. people know, you know, we can let as many people, we know like by word of mouth but it's easy to blast out a tweet or a facebook post or anything you know i think we we tweet from our official account most of our our episodes linked to like the youtube yeah youtube posting of it well yeah i mean because the youtube is the best or the easiest link to really do because there's so many other there's so many podcast apps yeah, and and if you're subscribed to us on a podcast app, you should get some sort of notification in your feed whenever it gets, you know, a new episode is out. Anyhow, right. But yeah, YouTube is kind of it's just kind of the easiest link to do without having to gather a crap ton of different unique links from all the different you know platforms, right? Yeah. But I wonder how I've always wondered how people do. Like those Omnilink things. I don't know. Like yeah. the weekend, posted the weekend, posted a link, and it'll it'll take you to wherever is appropriate, or like give you your option. Those are kind of neat, but I feel like that's probably something you have to pay for. Probably, and we don't have a whole lot of budget in this. We don't have a lot of budget at this point. I mean, it was a it was a it was a decent spend of money to even get the uh, the big hosting on SoundCloud for this. Yeah. Because SoundCloud's not free. You got to pay for Well, it is free for like so many minutes of audio, but when you have hour-long podcasts, you reach that limit quite quickly. 
real quick. So we, yeah, we pay for the unlimited plan because we appreciate all you listeners and everything. Our best, our best fans, the, the best, best listeners ever. ever. The best around. <laughs> no one's ever gonna take us down. Is it, is it, I don't know. I honestly like don't know. It's something like that. But it's a thing. The the only problem I have with with taking our page down off Facebook, and obviously this would make us a hypocrite for keeping it on, is the fact that our outro, our outro recording, the guy says you can find us on Facebook, and I don't feel like oh. having that re-recorded. Yeah, it's just an inconvenience. It's not. Oh convenient yeah maybe we just hold facebook accountable <sighs> can we can we just do whatever's convenient for us though i think like, i don't want to i don't want to protest convenient. it's not convenient i don't you have to go out and you meet go outside <laughs> this weather Ugh. we said spring is just starting it's you're not... right Maybe if it was summer, hell yeah, protest. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know. <laughs> do that. I, I'd probably get halfway to the protest, find a find a bar and some outside seating, and just kind of drink, though. <laughs> this looks nice. I, I, yeah. Ooh, look at this place. Yeah. Hold There's on. Let me, let, me, let me pregame for this protest. There's a bar oh, on the court. What do you know? We keep seeing it, and we want to go. <laughs> what do you know? This, uh, this protest is this, it's over. But uh, I spent all this time at this bar. It was a lovely time, though. I had eight or twelve beers. Yeah, it was it was great. All right, let's Uber it back. <laughs> no sense going now. Hey, at least you were responsible and took an Uber. Well, naturally, right? <laughs> I just I just remember your your Ubers from from the night we talked about starting this thing. Oh, for, for, what what happened? I'm trying to remember that now. Well, you said you got you ordered one. Oh yeah, and then it it was on its way, but then it never it kept getting canceled. farther and farther away. Yeah, and then you ordered one another one, and it, yeah, I canceled that yeah, one. Ordered yeah, another yeah. one, and then that one like just didn't come. Picked I'm up on like my a fourth Uber. I swear <laughs> I'll be at the bar soon. <laughs> this was this was for this was the night that we were like. Should we should we start this podcast? Should we do a podcast? Yeah, let's meet at a bar and discuss it. Like all good, you know, entrepreneurs and startups and do at the beginning. They all start at a bar. Yep. with a couple drinks, maybe yep. a few tacos. Oh, oh, the good ones do. That's for sure. <laughs> and yeah, my Uber or my couple of Ubers it was disappointing for a while there. It almost this podcast almost didn't happen because of it. Because of because the terrible, of... terrible Ubers. <laughs> it, was, it was a rough time. The, the struggle was real. Yeah. But, but look at us now. Look at us now. You know, episode 10. Episode right. 10 or, or, you know, 2. If you're, Whichever. However if, you read it. If you're binary or, or whatever. Doesn't matter. We're not binary people. <laughs> whatever. Whatever, dude. I was trying to I was trying to look up how much my data is worth. You know, whenever I go on a a long road trip like that, and I've really only gone on one. 
and it was a long time ago. And I definitely did not do this at that time, so disregard that whole thing. But whenever I do go on road trips now, <laughs> I'm going to be on the road for a while. And I'm going to be doing this in about a month now when I drive to Toronto. I have like a big playlist of songs that I just download onto my phone and then just play it from there. I don't even deal with the data. I've got a good I've got a good gotcha. playlist. I got a big what I call feel good playlist. Ooh. That that's is good, it's got it's got some good, you know, feel good songs on it there. And I, it's stuff I can listen to Appropriately. for a while. And it's got a good mix <clears throat> and it lasts for a good time. So a good, you know, long car ride, no problem. No problem at all, no data used. It's all good. Yeah, I tried. I tried to cash some radio stations, some stuff. Yeah. Didn't work out. Burned through it. Well, 15 hours or 14 hours, that's it's a long time. I, I don't know if my playlist, my playlist is definitely, I can tell you right now, it's definitely not 14 hours long. So it would, um, you know, it would repeat a few times, but <laughs> get a little bit of rotation in there. Get get some rotation, but it, it, there's a good, good enough mix and they're good songs. I don't know if I'd mind I'd be like, Oh, this song again. Cool. Fun stuff. <laughs> I'd like to hear this one again at some point in the future. Yeah. That'll be a nine-hour drive, so that won't be all that bad. That won't be as bad. It won't be that bad. Ain't got. Although I got to make sure I'm avoiding Gary, Indiana. Oh, let me tell you, everyone was right about (laughs) Nebraska. Yes. (laughs) I I told you. It's the worst. It's the worst. I'm sorry, listeners, if you're from Nebraska, I'm sorry. The worst to drive through. It is through. literally the worst state to drive through. Oh. God. Especially this time of year. And I've only driven it this time of year. So I have nothing to compare it to. But especially this time of year. It was just nothing. Just bad. So much. Though. So much nothing. Did you hit a snowstorm when you were going through it? No. You okay. know what's funny? Oh, you had a lucky. The only time we drove where there was snow was when it was the most dangerous. Oh, oh, you got snow in the mountains? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. When we were, so when I went to Colorado back in January, and that was my first time in Colorado and in the, in the Rocky Mountains there. Thankfully, whenever we had to drive through the mountain pass, uh, it was a beautiful day. It was sunny. It was like 40 degrees. It was nice. Oh, no. Yeah. Nope. I didn't have to didn't deal with that, those sick conditions. But I remember driving through it and, and the windy roads and everything. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> this would be terrible yeah. with snow. It's windy. It's like all downhill yeah. or all uphill. And you got semis pulling over. Oh, yeah. Chains. Yep. Chains mandated by law. Yep. On their, <laughs> on their cars. We, we drove past someone at some point that apparently had no traction or ran into someone or something because they were trying to. They were trying to drive somewhere, but they couldn't, like, go to the side. And they were going in reverse. Oh. It was the weirdest. They were going in reverse. Apparently, they, that was the only way they had traction. Because I saw them try to go forward, <laughs> and it just wasn't working. So they went in reverse to try and get over to the side. It was just like, no one wants to be that car. Oh, man. Shout out to my wife for doing that drive. and Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. That was, that was fantastic. Although the views are, the views are worth it though. My goodness, oh, they were killer. Unreal, unreal. 
And you think about you think about all the people who just live there all the time and take it for granted. And you're just like, oh my god, this is like a Bob Ross painting. Yeah, our helicopter pilot was all we asked him. I don't know how he liked it here. He's like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> because he like grew up actually like in in the mountains. Oh like, yeah. It was, so he was he was all like, yeah, it's okay here, but it's it's a lot cooler over there. I'm like, geez, people. People live here and are just completely jaded to the fact that <laughs> there's just nine thousand, ten thousand foot tall mountain. Yeah. Just no, oh, this uh, this mountain's only ten thousand feet. Uh, you know, <laughs> not that great. There's uh, there's a couple over there that are near fifteen. Those are pretty cool. These ones are boring. And there's the mountains yeah. again. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it is. Oh my god. That was beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Ridiculous. But. Yeah. Oh. Big data. Tangent. It, w it was a tangent. But I. We did it. We did I, think we, I think we did it. I think we did it. Like, not only the tangent, but I think the episode as well. I mean, we have. We have about, mm, I would say, about six, seven minutes if we really want to. I don't know how much more we have to say. I don't know. I think we, I think we kind of said it. I, I think our listeners would probably agree. I mean, we did it, right? Like these. The here's the too long didn't read of the episode. Everyone, if you put your data anywhere, someone else likely has it, or can get to it. And if we want to do anything about this whole Facebook leaking or how companies are using our data. We need to just stand up, walk outside, do not stop at the bar. I uh, just I really want just one, just, just for one. Just swing by one, one drink. Do they have a, do they have a, a drive-through window? <laughs> the bar, the old to-go <laughs> cup from the bar. <laughs> no, sir. I'm, I, it's okay. I'm not driving. Friend, my it's friend a, is. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're just walking through. Yeah, just I don't know. Maybe we try and hold companies accountable. Things like this, and voice your opinions. That's what we can do as users. Yeah, know. you know, it starts. It starts with yeah, holding holding people account or holding companies accountable, and also holding our our government accountable because ultimately it's. Um, a lot of stuff comes into their hands. Yeah. Right? I mean, with anything with like laws and regulations. Yeah. How companies are allowed to use our data, stuff like that. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of ways to get involved with it. You know, if, if you are really fired up about what's happened and we kind of don't want to let things like this keep happening, there's a lot of ways, a lot of ways to try and do your part. Absolutely. So, I think that's it for yeah. episode 10, episode 10, dose. Episode 2. Yeah, whatever you, you call it. The Thanks for listening, everybody. Big data. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. Keep your data safe. Use unique passwords. Use passphrases. Yes. Don't worry about all those different freaking ridiculous characters and stuff like yeah. that. It's not you got, floating, you got floating red llama. Yeah. That's more secure than half the things that websites require you to put. Yep. 
Just make sure it's long. It's something you remember because you don't want to have to write it down on a freaking post-it. post-it note on your computer. It's got to be something you remember, but passphrases are good because they're easy to remember and they're long enough that it's going to take quite a while for any brute force try to attack to to decode it. So do that. You can add up whatever else you you want to it, but uh, yeah, just be just be careful. Your data your data is already probably out there, but <laughs> the, like I'm sorry, it's kind of the truth. <laughs> if you ever had to do any adult do things, if you've been an adult, your data's out there. However. You definitely already have your data out there, but maybe if you haven't adulted. Uh, well, even if you have adulted, the what you can control is from here on out. So might as well. Might as well do your best to, to control what you can control. Be the best you. you can That's be. all we really ask. Be the best you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Binary Brothers Podcast. We can't wait for you to tune in next time. But until then, make sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and BinaryBrothersPodcast.com.